direct from the beautiful Inland Blue Studios. Honey, this is the Nerd Life Crisis Podcast with your host, that fine-ass Chris Thayer, that beautiful Steve Hill, and that big hunk of chunk of meat, Ron Mills. Woo! Mama's hot up in here. Let's get this party started. All right, everybody, and welcome back to the Nerd Life Crisis Podcast. Here with your host today, Chris Thayer, Steve Hale, Todd Pemble, and I'm Ron Miltz, and we are all in the right seats again, and we're all here, and it's a new podcast two weeks in a row. It's like a minor miracle around here, guys. Man. Must be, like, must be slow around our houses or something. We ain't got bit. shit to do right now. A little so, bit, you know, right? We got some time. Or, or you're super busy and you just got to get away from it. Uh, that's that too. Yeah. Some, sometimes you just want to bail out and right. it's like a podcast is the best way to do it. So You're on homework. I'm out. My place is always <laughs> just me. So like, yeah. I'm not running from anything. Todd's like, uh, he's, he's like, you know, my real doll has been really pressing me lately. <laughs> I don't know that I can... Uh, well, when I, I full size uh, anime pillow, I, I left the house at six forty five, and I told the boys that their mom would be home at uh, seven thirty. <laughs> so uh, you know, just uh, so hang, hang tight, and uh, mommy loves you. You know, I, okay. So with that in mind, so our my our, my son has reached the point where he's becoming like a regular person now. And the this motherfucker opened the door for somebody the other day when I was what? in the kitchen. Whoa. There was like ding, like knock knock, ding dong. He ran up and opened the door. I'm all no. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is how this is how movies the uh, starring Hugh Jackman start. <laughs> so, like, uh, run away. A special episode of Different Strokes happens. <laughs> right. right. Oh. He's like, hi, who are you? And there's like, is your mom or dad around? And he goes, my dad's in the other room. And I'm like, who are you talking to? <laughs> oh, my dad's in the other room. <laughs> yeah. Yep, we, start, it's time to start setting that deadbolt. Yeah. He opens the fucking deadbolt <laughs> is the problem. Oh, boy. I'm going to yeah. put one of those real high ones. You might want to uh, put that shit up higher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, he's just getting too tall, man. But yeah, for sure. Uh, that idea of uh, uh, the days of being able to ignore my child and do stuff around the house are over. Oh, yeah. Because now he's like the breakout king. So. That's how I made it in the house today. I brought free candy. <laughs> is that I, I was wondering whose white panel van was parked out front there should have known that was yours todd pemble all right guys well we got a lot to talk about here uh we we held off for a full week on stranger things so steve could fucking catch up and watch it and boy did i catch up it is uh steve i i think it, steve and i had the same uh, reaction to it which is you pretty much watch one episode and you're in for three or four. Right. Yeah, I, I I started and next thing you know it was one thirty in the morning. Yeah, and we were down four episodes and I was like, okay, I and have if you don't to, know, I have to Steve go to bed. does not stay up. No, <laughs> not not even on the weekends. I do not stay up like this late anymore. And the wife and I were so hooked on this, we couldn't get enough. And then we we. We watched <clears throat> Fear the Walking Dead Sunday night at six o'clock, and at seven o'clock, I put it right back on Stranger Things. Right, and we finished out the series that night. And when we went to bed, we were still talking about the show. Right. So what like, you're saying is Stranger so, Things did a good cleansing of the palate from Fear the Walking Dead. Yes, yes. I felt dirty and disgusted <laughs> with myself after watching Fear of the Walking Dead, and I immediately put on Stranger Things, and I, I just felt I felt refreshed and clean. And it was like I like a, a full body douche, <laughs> and I was just washed out, dude. And it was yes. so good. Wait, wait, dude. wait! Isn't that just a shower? <laughs> <laughs> like, does it have to come out of the turkey baster? Or is that... <laughs> that was a little bit more fun with the turkey baster, you know. <laughs> no, no, we put the, we put the, we put the blue just... tarp down, you know. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> nice. It was so good. I mean. So I think I was the first one of us to watch it because I was immediately texting you guys like, you guys have to watch this. I held off for about a week. I'm like, yeah, I can't. How great can it be? It was. I was chomping at the bit. And it, as soon as I got my Netflix hooked back up, because we, we've moved into an apartment, we've got all of our TV and all of our entertainment center hooked back up and I can actually watch Netflix. Again, I have a lot of catching up to do. I was like, yeah, we're putting we're putting this on first. <laughs> This Daredevil season first. two next, right? Yes, that's that's next. That's that's. Did you watch uh, Jessica Jones? No, not yet. Dude, that yeah. was bad. Oh man, yeah, I got I've yeah. a, lot, a lot of First off, Jessica Jones was not better than Daredevil, yeah. but no, that's not what we're no, talking about. We're talking so, about Stranger Things. Stranger Things. I mean, How holy you, shit, dude! Right? Whew. And let's let's talk, uh, uh, Chris. What was your initial reaction to it? I, I felt like I was watching Goonies. I mean, that was it. I felt I mean, like I was transported. That was exactly where back. I was. The, I, it, fir- yeah. the first night it showed up, I had never hadn't heard anything I of didn't know it. Anything about and it. I just happened to turn my Netflix on and was like, "Well, this looks interesting." And so I just watched the first episode. Then I ended up watching a second episode. Now wait, did you watch it before I did? I might have. I just didn't How, and tell you. Didn't you. Tell well, us about it. I don't think. I, I How didn't, dare you, man? I didn't, <laughs> I didn't watch the whole season. Like it took me a week to watch the, the whole. Oh whole thing. Yeah. man, less than twenty four hours. He likes the nap. He's a napper. <laughs> and, and sometimes yeah. it could be the most stimulating show you're watching, and you'll look over, and Todd is fucking out, dude. I, I, I kind of <laughs> call it like Pavlov's dogs, man, because like when I used to be, when I used to work at the movie theater, I'd have to build the movies, and I'd have to watch them before I showed them to anybody, right? Yeah. This is at six o'clock in the morning after I left work the night before at two o'clock in the morning. So I'd get in there, nice air conditioned theater. Dark. So what you're saying is you'd put the movie on, you would not watch the movie, <laughs> he would sleep. But the boss sure as hell thought I watched it. <laughs> so so when the porn clip came on in the middle of it. No, there was no porn clip because I didn't put it in there. Oh, right, right. So, uh, but I'm with you guys. Like, uh, it, it literally felt like I had been transported not just 20 years back, but 30 years right. back, oh, you yeah, know, right. to I'm sitting there watching Goonies for the first time. I'm watching Poltergeist for the first time. Right. I'm watching... E.T. It was E.T. all those movies you know? I loved as a kid. Stand By Me. Like, all these movies yeah. of... And, and the thing that killed me about it is how real everybody felt in that world, which mm-hmm. is one of the things that fucking bugs me about yeah. Hollywood. And yeah. being a performer, it bugs me whenever I turn on uh, a TV show or something and everybody in the fucking show is gorgeous. Everybody. Like, think about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. If yeah. That cast in real life is one of the fucking best-looking group of people you have ever seen. I got a serious boner for Coulson. There's an FBI show out there. It might have only lasted like one season. It was all like... Quantico. Quantico. That bitch right. with her lips. Everybody was absolutely gorgeous. All, I was I, like, this right. is the best-looking FBI crew. I mean... Right? I mean, it's amazing. And And this show, like, immediately you're like... Oh man, this is me. I'm watching yeah. me and my friend. I didn't have a friend that had goofy teeth, but I certainly <laughs> I actually, had. I had one later. He was more high school, and he yeah, still yeah. had the problem with his uh, his canine teeth. Yeah, had, yeah. This, had the same problem. Yeah, As that, that kid. It was a, yeah. a, a huge amount of dental work and a lot of money for his folks to get that straightened. But out. what a great casting choice too! Like yes. casting this kid because he felt real. Like the girl that played Barb with her fucking mom pants and uh, yes. her big glasses and her giant oh, yeah. hips. You know, like she felt like somebody. I'm like, I, I, you feel like somebody she I was, met in real she life. She was absolutely 1980s that I remember. Yes, she. I remember seeing that girl in school. Yeah. A dozen times over, you know, they nailed that character out 
out of the park. And Even the lead guy, the the older brother. Yeah, right. Was not a good looking dude. Well, no. and here's the thing: these kids have acne. You're like right. watching the show. I'm like, fuck, man, they let them keep their acne. Like, I, I was shocked by that. There's the certain little aesthetic choices that I was like, this feels like a real world to me. I'm buying into this because yeah. it's so well done in a way that it's it's like everything's too polished now. Everything too was very small town. It was supposed to be a small town, and they nailed that. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely nailed that. And the other thing that they nailed, which I thought was so rad, if you've watched any movie from the 1980s, they nailed... The soundtrack? The, the, well, the soundtrack, <laughs> yes, but the endless amount of uh, uh, henchmen without conscience. Uh, right. the, these guys... I'm sorry, conscience... Uh, they were caught not conscious. They were not conscious. A lot of passed out uh, henchmen all yeah. over the place. But not, they were not quite zombies. Just, they, they all have walkers. that mustache and that crappy blue suit. <laughs> yeah. And they'll they'll just like just. It doesn't matter if you kill twenty of them. They're they're, they're just gonna Smith. Dude. It was so good. And there were so many of them. Yeah. Right? And it was like they had an army of them. And it was like if you watch any nineteen eighties movie, it was totally like that. I'm with now. Chris though. Modine's hair was killing me. Oh, his hair was so ridiculous. <laughs> his hair was awesome. Really? Was I didn't good. I didn't really notice. Oh, dude, he had the oh, it, it was God. so fluffy. He was so, <laughs> so fluffy uh, and albino. <laughs> yeah, it was just weird to me. I mean, whatever. They trying to go for that like fair play seventies Goldie Hawn movie with the <laughs> All the little dude. all the little details from everything from their bicycles to the to their radios that they were using. Now their guns were wrong, weren't they? The guns, where the the henchmen came in with gun. They had guns. They had modern weapons. Yeah, they had I think modern they got the, the guns wrong. They had a couple Man, things like you that, know that what? showed up. Honestly, I wasn't even paying attention to their handguns. We had we had one moment too that uh, and because I'm a giant nerd and you guys know I'm a giant nerd. Um, when he was playing with the Millennium Falcon, the right. Millennium Falcon was wrong. I go, that is a. That is, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That is the uh, special edition Millennium Falcon from the yes. late 90s. You know what? Because I had, the back right. was a sticker on mine. That, I, I, <laughs> I, I had several friends who uh, are in the Star Wars club with me post about that. Uh, good, good pointing that out, guys. Good, good uh, wrecking uh, illusion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because they couldn't, the cost that it cost them to get that Millennium Falcon versus sure. buying a classic one, yeah. you could buy a used classic one that's been played with for like $175. Like, Rent it for $20 for the weekend, uh, man. Man, like, yeah. come on, you've done so well with so many other things. Right. Some PA just when they were like, we need a Millennium Falcon. And he's like, make it happen. On it, yeah. <laughs> and I, there were a few little things, but you know that's going to happen when you do something that's a period. This thing. isn't Especially thirty years one, ago. One this is a goddamn Gobot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and I, I didn't hear about this until really after I started talking to other people about this. Um, a, a friend of mine, Ed Angelo, who's out there listening, uh, he had made this uh, comment too. That, a shout out that people were um, were complaining about Winona Ryder. They felt that she was overacting, and I was what? like, "You know no, what? You are an my idiot." Favorite part of the I said, show, "You know what?" As a, as, I hate her, and I said, "Oh, she's my crush since oh, Beetlejuice." No, I'm not talking about how she looks. I'm talking about her acting. For me, uh, see, has always been terrible. It, and for I me, it's really always been kind of hit and miss. Uh, she's she's not perfect, but as come on, like as a parent, she was close great. your eyes, yeah, for a moment. And dig down deep and imagine your child has absolutely missing. Yeah. I mean, like, and there is a pretty strong chance they're not coming back. Right. Okay. My only complaint, and this was my only complaint, I told uh, the missus when we were watching them all, after the second episode, I'm all, man, I kind of feel like 
Like, they need to give her more to do is the problem. Because she was kind of one note for a while. But then at a certain point, like, when the lights lit up for the right. first time, yeah. it was like, like, it changed. And then that performance became so much more, you yeah. know? And desperation and, like, tragic. This, and this It was great. Frantic. Yeah. Mother and, and, and how she just... She just kept getting worse for wear right. as the right. day went on. And you I know? love every moment at the fucking the like the uh, the buy in more like when she when at she work. Was, yeah, when yeah. she was like, I need the phone. And when she goes back for the second one, yeah. she's fucking just ring it fucking up. ring it up. <laughs> so good, man. And and, and uh, what's his name? Who played the cop? I'm sorry, I'm, I'm off with the names tonight. Yeah, I don't know what his name. You know is, what, but man? I him a lot. He, he's in a lot of things. All I don't know I could, his name. All I could think of him was in uh, was it End of Watch. Yes. And he had the knife sticking out of his eyeball. Yes. That's every every time I saw him. He's in he's in it's with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and uh some other guy. Uh, it's a really good cop movie he actually. Was, and he, he was, was really he was like a, he was like their sergeant right. and they pull up and he him and his partner had gotten ambushed by some gangbangers yeah. and he had like a knife sticking out of his head and he's he's completely calm. I didn't even you know, realize that was that guy. Yeah. I, it took me. A, I was like, "Where do I know this guy at?" Well, man? I've seen him in a number of things, and I can't. Ever, it's always I'm been a little really bit good parts, about their names, man. And but, uh, he was so good in this too, man. It's uh, his name's David Harbor. Oh, okay. He was also in uh, Suicide Squad. He was one of the two FBI guys that Amanda Waller was like describing the team to at the yeah. beginning. Yeah, right. Of the movie. Yeah. So he's, he's one of those character actors that he's like in a ton of shit. You yeah. Know? So, but let's uh, uh uh let's talk about we got to talk about like the breakout of the show which is uh, <laughs> Millie Bobby Brown who played Eleven like first oh. off the fact that her name is Millie Bobby Brown <laughs> right. like somebody, somebody <laughs> loved Millie Vanilli and Bobby Brown growing up <laughs> and named that poor child Millie Bobby no, Brown I'm just here I'm imagining some like toothless hick going I really like that Bobby Brown uh, but we got her name her after your mama so it's Millie Bobby Brown <laughs> apparently she went full Furiosa man and shaved that's, her head that's yeah. how they got her to do it was yeah. they showed her pictures of Charlize Theron and were like hey guys uh like, look at how cool she looks. And right. she's like, I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But she was, like, how intense was her performance, man? Like, insane. Like, yeah, she, she was great. For that age, she was incredible. Almost man. all single word answers for the first four episodes. And, and, and there, were, there was so much she was saying in her face and in her, in her expressions and mm-hmm. in her, in just her, her body language, you know? Uh, oh, she was so I, good. Man. I now remember my one issue with it. When she goes and she takes the Eggo waffles and immediately starts eating them. Those damn things are not thought out. She's eating frozen waffles. Hey. She's got magical strong teeth, dude. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I cling on to the stupid thing. Well, you know, maybe maybe they were in the cooler and not the freezer. I don't know. I don't know either. But uh but there was so much there was so much to like about the show and yeah. it literally like everybody from the get, I, I I remember I told the uh, the missus I was like this is like watching a Stephen King book, yeah. not like a movie, a Stephen King book because it's right. slow, it's moving at a, a deliberate pace, um, and there's so much information about every character in it, and nothing's wasted. There are no wasted moments in it, and yeah. I, all I could say was I hope unlike Stephen King that this show sticks the landing because Stephen, <laughs> Stephen King books tend to end very poorly. Yeah. Uh, uh, but this this show did not like it left a lot of nice loose strings for a second storytelling or second right. season. Um, 
Um, but yeah, I, I'm kind of disappointed actually that we're following the story further along. I kind of wish we were getting it like more of an anthology series um, uh, because I'd like to see what other types of stories they could tell in this medium, um, being this like 80s throwback medium. Well, I do right. believe every episode was written by a different writer. Yeah, but the the, the brothers the brothers were the main. They did the story, vision. which is the important part. Yeah, you know? yeah. Did you hear how they pitched this? They, first off, they got turned down by fifteen different networks. Right. <laughs> well, they ended up on Netflix. So well, that, well right. not a bad place. The one, to end the one place that gets shit right. That, that was the one right. thing that I, I've been I've been talking about now too. I mean, we've seen so many series come through Netflix, and it's like you go, they are doing it right. Right. They get it. And they are producing shows that we want to see, and we can't get enough of them. It's weird because, like, with these, uh, like, you think of like the original broadcast networks, right? Uh, like, when was the last time NBC or ABC or CBS put out something that was this good? Like, they just haven't, you know? I can't think of anything. Right. Nothing. But what happened? Happen- what's weird though is you think about HBO. Like, all of right. HBO's best stuff was like five or six years ago. Like that's mm. when Game of Thrones started, you know, it was like that long ago. Yeah. And then they go through a dry spell and then something big hits again. Like you had True Detective for a season. AMC <laughs> sort of did the same thing. Like Walking Dead's long in the tooth, man. We're getting into season six of yeah. Walking Dead. You got Dead. Preacher. Well, but yeah, but that didn't hit big. I mean, it was good, but it didn't hit I big. I thought it was pretty great. But some of the other stuff AMC's put out recently, uh, not yeah. so good. But Netflix for now the last year, like they flew Plantation was freaking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> she was bad. Kung Fu Plantation. I, think, I just I think still that enjoyed I, Kung Fu Plantation. I, I just think that that show hit at the wrong time. <clears throat> like I think it has a lot to do. Late? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, the martial arts thing is not really big right no, now. No. Like, now, had it come out uh, uh, when... Crouching uh, Tiger? It would have been right. big. It been early 2000s. Or let me ask you this. What if Tarantino did it? You know what, man? man? Tarantino cannot do a show on AMC or or right. it has to be well, HBO or it would have to be right. Netflix. Right? No, I'm man. not saying it would necessarily have to be on AMC. Well, the real question is that, how much of it would he have to narrate? That like, that oh, thing, Jesus. right? And how many of those little that thing title me, cards would you put up in one episode? That thing to me screamed just Tarantino. Like, like this could be yeah. great if Tarantino had his hands on it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know it'd be great, <laughs> right? You know what's cool, Tarantino. Uh, we should do stuff that he likes. <laughs> hey, speaking of which, I finally saw Wolf of Wall Street. Did you? That has a lot finally. of coke usage. A lot of it. Now, do you understand what I, I'm talking about I, when no, they're on the plane? I, I <laughs> was kind of surprised at um, he he wasn't snorting coke off of the ass crack. He had it in her asshole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've That's actually the known. Part I was like, I've wait, actually what? known. I've known people to do that. That's, uh, that's a bit excessive to me. So I, I I'm saw just going to say at a party, like any party you're at, unless there's air conditioning running at sixty, unless you're at a Matt Poland party and it's sixty-eight <laughs> degrees or sixty-two degrees inside, I would not want to snort coke out of an ass crack because it's going to be sweaty and gross. <laughs> so, so I saw an interview with Jonah Hill about. Uh, Wolf of Wall Street. He said he actually snorted so much fake cocaine that he got bronchitis. That's awesome. <laughs> wow. First off, what? They, how cheap is this production that they can't get these actors real cocaine? Real cocaine right. Right. What the fuck, man? It's like, here, take this talcum powder and snort it. It's like, do you know who I am? <laughs> Can I get some real coke over here? Hello? Yeah. Uh, but What the hell were they snorting then? It's probably just baking soda or some shit like I don't, that. I don't, I don't, I don't know. He, he Flour. Said, it was on uh, Any Given Wednesday with Bill Simmons on HBO. Mm-hmm. He did an interview with Jonah Hill, and he, he explains what the fake cocaine is. I, don't I just want Matthew that. McConaughey to come in here and go like... Oh, 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 oh. 
Uh, all right. Oh. Yeah. All right, all right. You feel that? Right? You feel it? <laughs> um, I forgot about that. That's so cracked out. Yeah. But the problem, I feel bad because McConaughey is so thin at the beginning of that movie because mm-hmm. he's like left from over Dallas from Dallas Buyers, Buyers Club. Club. You come in, you're like, that kind of looks like Matthew McConaughey's skeleton. Like, And, and that, was, that was real. That was like off the cuff. Like that's what he does. Oh, he was really doing this? That, like just him? Yeah. The, he, that was like what he does before he gets... On set, this is part of his meditation thing, and apparently he just started fucking doing it, and they just rolled with it. That's and all real, s- man. Some some directors all shh, shh, shh. let him go, let him go. Fucking just, brilliant, brilliant. Fucking, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> fucking kick that grip in the balls, you know. Uh, uh, but anyways, back to Stranger Things. Because yes. Leonardo DiCaprio's face when he's doing it too was pretty damn real, yeah, like, right? Like what the fuck yeah, is going on right now? Crazy? Like are we in the middle of a fucking? Are we in the middle of a scene? <laughs> <laughs> Am I being punked? Where's, Where's Ashton? Ashton? Where's Ashton? All right. You have an Academy Award. I don't. <laughs> you know but, what? Maybe if I grunted more yeah. and was raped by a bear, we would not have that problem. By the way, Todd's an evil human being. So Todd uh, apparently sent I wasn't joking about bringing the free candy. Uh, apparently there is, because there's a fucking pile of free candy oh, in the middle of the pieces. table. Oh, it's a hundred pieces. Well, yes. because you know, no, it's, not because you know it's fucking, well, it's, it it's mid-August, so it's time for Halloween candy, everybody. <laughs> And I'm fat, so I like candy. <laughs> so it, we're, we're all gnawing on some fucking yeah, crunch so bars here. Yeah, so some crunching going on in this yeah. one. So I, I do have one problem with Stranger Things. And this is, you know, I always got to find something. I'm digging deep to find something that Ego bothers waffles. me. About, no, I, was hard, I, even, I was cool with that. It was a hard show to find something that bugged you about right, it. Right, right. I have it my one thing, too. It has nothing to do with the actual show. My gripe is when I'm watching, I'm thinking... God damn, the songs they're using in this are phenomenal, like perfect choices for songs. Yeah. Not the soundtrack, but the songs in the in the show. And then I get excited because I say, hey, they're going to release the soundtrack. And I'm thinking Guardians of the Galaxy, awesome mix number one. No, it's this fucking bullshit 80s synth crap. Oh my God, which that's was the best great. part. But that was, it was awesome stuff. It was awesome in the show. Right. It's like listening to techno on my iPod. I, know. Know. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to hear that shit. How does that go, on my iPod. I want to in the club. <laughs> and I, I even tried to listen to the previews, and I'm like, so yeah, did, fuck all this. There's no question, way I'll ever listen to this. My question is, did you buy it? Because <laughs> no. if it's like listening to techno, you could just give it to Ron, and he'll be happy. <laughs> right, right. Well, and here's the thing. Then I got excited again today, because they put out volume two. More of that 80s tech, you know, <laughs> digital bullshit. And um, that's great in the show. It all sounds like it's like straight out of a fucking David Cronenberg film, which or, is what or I... Or a John Carpenter. Yeah, yeah, like it. that's what I love about it. And, I would listen and to that. I, I'm not saying I didn't like it in the show. Right. But I don't want to put that on you're not rocking. You're not right. rocking down the fucking street no. <laughs> with it on. And that's bullshit, you speed walk to that. It's all <laughs> <laughs> but that Guardians of the Galaxy... Um, awesome mix number one or whatever it was. I don't mean to be, I listen to that shit all the time. I don't, most I don't mean songs. to be an asshole, but go watch Stranger Things again. Sit down with your fucking pen, write down what they play, and then go to your I computer. already have the you list. You have all the music. In fact, I don't have the music because oh. there's a lot of stuff. And this is the same thing with Guardians. There are things that I would not buy. But I would listen to ninety nine ninety nine cents thing. at fucking iTunes. Well, no, you, that. Remember and you we know, had this conversation after Deadpool. Remember, I said something right, about I right. went to go find the Deadpool soundtrack because I was like, 
Man, there were some really good songs on that. Those, those four that. songs were fantastic. I mean, there was but there was something, there was something about the movie. I thought there was more than like four. You get to the soundtrack. No, no there were it's more like, than four. It's like three, and then somebody's goddamn electronic. Well, they got to pay for the rights for those. Right. So, right. and you know, with the Guardians thing, like nobody's giving shit about those songs since the 1970s. So they were well, buying. They wait. were buying them at a fucking mm-hmm. Jefferson basement. Airplane has two songs on here. Did Toto. The seeds, I didn't know the clash, obviously. Oh my god, they were making out to Africa, which I was like, I'm right. all, oh, yes, yes. Modern English, come on. That's I was not humming a big along right to now. Africa, and the wife looks at me, she goes, What is this song? And I'm all, <gasps> You don't know. I'm all, I bless the rains down in Africa. I mean, check out how old is the wife. Nobody's paying big money for those songs. What? Nobody's paying big money for those hey, songs. Hey, dude, I, I've got I'm most of that on, on vinyl. Man? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Like, Ain't this, nobody paying big like royalty money on Echo and the Bunny Man. Well, some of that's. I mean, let's be honest. A lot Lost of that Boys, stuff, you know. Joy Division, Lost Boys. What the? Cl- I mean, Clash. I'm, yeah. Get, don't even get me going on that one, dude. I mean, that's like one of the best bands to come out of the right? 80s, 70s and 80s. But put those all together, like you did with Awesome Mix Volume One, and I'd listen to. Yeah, it. Yeah, I would rather listen to this for sure right? than. I mean, though that's I like my only problem. though I like the the John Carpenter soundtrack. I agree with Chris. I wouldn't be rocking it down the street. No. Here's, here's but the I would rock it. Hey, do me, a, rock do me a favor. Do me a favor. Email me this list. You're going to put it on I a CD I will fucking make you a mixtape. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the same. Yeah. Here's the great Gold thing about mine. iTunes. I literally have Each this. one of those costs 99 cents. <laughs> oh, yeah. what? That's still more than the nine ninety nine that they would charge. Just so you know, I yeah. have all this, so I can you give have you every one of those. I literally have every one of all these. Right. Even Echo and the Buddyman? Yeah, of course. I, I I probably have that one for sure. I have I have most of that on vinyl, dude. <laughs> See, well, yeah, that's nice. Exactly. Here's the thing I'm thinking of though when he's talking about Echo and the Bunnyman. I'm just remembering that uh, scene from High Fidelity. High Fidelity. <laughs> yeah. Right. Love that. So movie. so I did read, you know, that they're going to make a second season and it's going to be with the same cast. So we've done a pretty. Sp- uh, not we didn't we, we haven't really spoiled much about this show no, no and no, I don't think we should I think we I mean we're talking in generalizations and before we get into this season I two think conversation we can talk about it without having to spoil anything, right right but so. I think if we start talking about expectations for season two I think we should put a spoiler alert right here so this is I think where our spoils will begin right okay. here so go ahead I don't really have any spoils other than from what I understand and they're a little tight lipped on it is that. Um, I don't think they have it planned out yet. No, it, no. It, it, what the, it sounds like their their general outline of it is, is like, it's going to be a follow-up to the first season of like, kind of the aftermath of what happened. Right, right. You know? Um, and there's still strange things going on, but it's also going to be, like I said, Would you say it's going to be Stranger Things? Stranger-er-er things. <laughs> I, so, really, I mean, we know Eleven's still Really around. Stranger Do we? Things. Do Dude, we feeding her in the? Do we know that she's still around? Come on, the waffles were the were the giveaway. Well, that's just a box in the middle of nowhere. Exactly, you it's know. pretty obvious. She's just so. not very good about her trash. <laughs> drops I, I think it's a goes. safe bet. A certain a certain there. character that you might assume is dead, possibly is not. I'm pretty sure Barb is dead. No, I'm not talking about her. Okay. I'm talking about... Did you see the art, though, of the original Death of Barb? With the They had the artist rendition, and her like, her ribs were all exploded oh, out. out. Oh, I know. I didn't see yeah, that. Yeah, but they were like... It was too... Uh, 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 it was pretty disturbing as it was. Yeah, but they were like, this was too much, so they toned it down a little bit, mm. and they had the thing coming still, out of her mouth. Still pretty 
brutal looking. It was uh, pretty brutal. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, pretty yeah, good. yeah. But and look, the, the creature is uh, creature phenomenal. Was fucking awesome. Still by Stan Winston Studios. Well, and let's 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 compare that creature, which had a lot of similarities to the bullshit we got in Suicide Squad, and how much more effective like that blob of mess was than the blob of mess was in fucking Suicide Squad. There's a lot more Hitchcock vibe with Stranger Things. Really smart in the way they introduced things cause, and they did it like gave me the Jaws thing where we didn't see a lot of the creature early on but like yeah, once right. they introduce it all the shots were quick left a lot to my imagination. Oh they went, they went a and long was... ways without really showing the monster. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but I mean I thought it was a really well developed creature though. I thought that yeah, was really cool. Yeah. I agree with that though too. And I'm more curious about there was a lot of little tidbits especially in the last episode, uh the egg that they walked by when they're yeah. in the upside down. Mm-hmm. You know, is this the only creature in the upside down? Like mm-hmm. what else is going on there? Um very specifically said you have to wear the suits because the upside down is toxic and we had had three of our characters go in there without helmets on, uh which was the young boy uh and the teenage, he the two teenagers, something inside of him. Right. Well, he had the tube that was putting the slugs or whatever inside of him. Somebody, uh, I think it was my wife. No, it wasn't my wife. Somebody had said, "Well, who was that other skull in there?" So you got to remember. He's in been, the beginning, well, yeah, you know, the there was the there was the scientist who right. was running down the hallway. He got snatched up. You know, mm-hmm. you had the one guy who went in who was tethered. You know, right. they right. bolted that. But thing they out. said they had been I sending knew, guys in there regularly. I knew right then. I was like. You're not coming out. <laughs> I was like, we're gonna watch that thing go. Zzz. You know, I knew right away. I was like, yo, your food. But there's a uh, there's a lot. Uh, there's so many questions about that alternate universe that I think are gonna be interesting. And why does it look like Silent Hill world? Why is everything on fire all the time? Right. Um, and more importantly, like, what are these creatures? What's you know? Like, I think the first season is like monster movie yeah and then i'll be interested to see what they do season two like they could really go like more close encounters because season two you know there's still a rift right? right it's still open you know we don't just go ahead and cement that up i mean not that i know how that works but <laughs> you know once once this now is tree now, matter you're, you're shit you don't is have coming out of walls of your own is yeah, the, yeah. Is the <laughs> hole in the forest still open or did well, that close? That seems to... It's almost like he can rip them open at will. Right. The creature, because he came through the house, came through the tree, you know, he came out of the pool. Or, or remember where the wall, she could see him. Yeah, and yeah. It's, and, and the wall is is kind of... Because it was going left back over, together. Yeah. Left over from when the creature had come through. Right. But the one in the forest, I'm trying to remember if the one in the forest closed up or not. So uh, The one when they went through the tree stump? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that did close okay. up. He barely got her out just in so, time. So then the only one that's still open is the one underneath the, uh, the Department of Water and Power or whatever they are. Right. Uh, uh, the Hinchman headquarters? <laughs> yes. The, right. The fucking the, the Cobra headquarters. The big concrete there. building. <laughs> the albino. Pompadour Center. <laughs> Her power study? Is that what it is? Uh, okay, the, here's my that's biggest... That's my gripe. No, my biggest... Well, that's a, that's not a terrible gripe, but my biggest gripe is the, the high number of murders that happen in this small town right. over the course of, like, a week, and, no, and the cop is so transfixed on the first murder... Or, or the disappearance of the boy. It's like the dude that got shot at the the, the store. They're like, nah, it's no big deal. That's just no, Johnny the cook. But no, he it's- brought that up. He said, you know, the last time there was... He's like, I'm cursed. Yeah. He's like, you know, the last yeah. time there was a suicide here was like 1961. They talked about it. You know, he, they, they touch on it. But see, that's what they're going to talk about. I, I think they're going to catch in the, in the aftermath of like, 
what just happened in the middle school, man? <laughs> right? Right? Like, right? Like, all of a sudden, there are 25 henchmen slaughtered all over the place, <laughs> bullet holes everywhere, right? shell casings, n- nothing. Bear. The spackle crew come through. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's going to be a treat for the custodian when we're he gets there gonna, in the morning. We're just, you know what they're going to do? They're going to hire the uh, the zombies from Fear the Walking Dead. They're like, trabajo, trabajo. And they're going to bring them in, patch the wall up real quick. <laughs> they, left their, they, they left their deprivation tank in the middle of the gym. <laughs> right. You know? 1,500 pounds of salt. So, yeah. uh, what about winter? When winter comes, winter's coming, right? right? Winter's coming, no and salt. they got no salt. Yeah. Like, what the hey, fuck? You can wait five more seasons until winter comes, right, Steve? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got a lot of fucking seasons until that happens. And look, like the thing the thing about that for me is uh, the, it just seemed like there's three cops in this town, and shit goes down, and it's just like, they're like, look, we can only handle so much. Like, the fat kid that disappeared, we don't care about her. Right. They're like, oh, Barb ran away. She ran away, and like, nobody seemed to care. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. Uh, if she was an 11-year-old boy, like, you're excited about that? Or like, the, the fry cook you like talked about for 10 minutes, and then it was like, meh. Uh, I did like how you had three different groups. You had the kids, the teenagers, and the adults, and they were all... On separate adventures. But they, it was all coming together. Yeah, you know, uh, and that was cool. You yeah. know, and that, that story, I like that. One of the things Chris and I were talking about is that story only works in the '80s because the kids are given free reign to fucking run around yeah. this. Town. I mean, you want to talk about the most fucking oblivious parents <laughs> of the <laughs> 1980s? You've got your son harboring, uh, you know, fire starter downstairs. <laughs> all right, and then you've got your daughter just, you know. Studying upstairs, studying with two different boys. Like how many dudes can sneak into this girl's house? Like, right? listen, man, uh, we were we were children of the eighties. We were more on lines of the the kids in the show. Um, so we weren't teenagers, but we were in the nineties. And let me tell you, dude, uh, my parents wouldn't have fucking like you locked that fucking door. <laughs> Right. And I will take it off by the hinges. Okay, <laughs> I, heard I don't. That. I, I literally heard those I words. I own this house. I don't have to knock yeah. on this door. You're yeah. tripping. So by the I was way, like, "What kind of adult are you that you're like? I don't just. I just don't go into the basement." <laughs> but, but <laughs> right. You know, my house is so giant that this fully furnished basement we but, don't visit. But down they, there. but they, but the dad was just like. <laughs> I he mean, like, so clueless. It, totally clueless. Like, Enjoy what about your dinner? What did I do? Swimming yeah, in the yeah. bottom of <laughs> bottom of a bottle of whiskey. Something. <laughs> it's like I hate my life. <laughs> yeah, you know, I got stuck with but this. These, but it's like the bullies, the boys. They're all running around the fucking rock quarry. By the way, the rock quarry from The Walking Dead, uh, season one. Right. If you guys oh, didn't catch that, what was it? It was totally the same okay, one, sure. and they used it in the fucking Hunger Games too. So they're shooting mm. down in Georgia. So it's like, uh, right. you know, it's all popular to shoot down there now yeah. it's cheap um but it was just funny because it was like i oh, remember when you were a kid and your parents let you play near the giant rock quarry good times <laughs> yeah or the or the or, the or the no or, or the, the the car junkyard you <laughs> right? know with all the rest rusty cars that you know pokey things sticking out of and, sure. and that idea of like oh johnny you're 10 just go ahead and ride home now at nine o'clock at night it, after it, playing it's actually D&D it's actually it's actually 100 believable it, it was totally just a different is. time that's, you that's know it were. totally is yeah you know, I just it was just so be home before the lights are like before the lights come on. Well, and it's one of those stories that doesn't work now, would not work in a modern sense because cell phones, cell phones fuck that story up because there's right. too much communication. Yeah. Um, uh, the Internet fucks that story up because there's too much information. It was a big deal for them to have those radios. And if they weren't close, 
Yeah, well, the Raiders sh- didn't work. They got yeah. shit. Yeah. So that that story only works for a time period, which yeah. is why it was so brilliant. Like yeah. too much technology, that story does not work the same way. Right. You know. You know, and my ten year old dug it. She was like hooked. That's because those movies, there was so, like the tone of that movie. They don't. We literally sat here in the last three months and said. They do not make movies like this anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they don't. And for them to put out a TV show that is like that, it was like, oh my God, this is a breath of fresh air. It's like the stuff that we liked as a kid. Well, so, they were playing you know, on our nostalgia so yeah, for I sure. Can, I can yeah. see and it was in old like it work because it's the it same shit that we like. her, which is what I was worried about. Well, and not only are they playing on our nostalgia, but it's good fucking storytelling. Yeah. And that's the best part. Yeah. There was, you, there was never a scene where you're watching it and you're going, I don't need this. Like this, mm-hmm. like there's movies you sit there and you're like, oh, what the fuck was the point of that? Like why yeah. did we go on that side adventure? But right? we go ahead and we, we sit here and talk about Movies like E.T. or Goonies or Poltergeist. And these were awesome movies. Right. And that's why they keep trying to fucking remake them. Monster Squad. Because Monster Squad is another one because they know these were awesome stories. These were great stories that people loved. We made a lot of money. Fuck it. Let's do it again. Let's just remake that but shit did, and, re- and sell it to them again. Doesn't Stranger, started, but wait, you know? doesn't Stranger Things show you there's a better way to do it? Like, yeah. You don't have to remake it. I think Super 8 was a great example. I of loved a, Super 8. That's a great yeah. movie. And yeah. it's like, but it's, and it's very much the same, the same thing, thing. Where it's like, we're reminiscing of a time. It has a feel to it. But it's good storytelling at the end of the day, you yeah. know? There's, and it's not redoing. Right. It's, it's paying homage to it maybe I think yeah. Super 8 sure. not redoing the I think Super 8 didn't do as good because they tried to sell it as something other than what it was it's it's almost like a combination of E.T. and Stand By Me in one movie you know with these little kids making their own movies which is like half the fun of that but they tried yeah. to sell it as a monster movie and it really wasn't like no. that's not what it was but it was a it was a really good movie you know and I think Stranger Things shows like look we you can you can pander to us, but there's a better way to do it. The yeah. aesthetic needs to be better. The time spent on the story and the performances need to be better right. because some of the shit, like the remake of Poltergeist, you're just like you're doing a paint by numbers version of something I've already seen. It's a pale it. imitation. It was not good. I, I, I yeah, to me, it was it, one of the worst remakes I've ever. Poltergeist. It was, and it was ninety Poltergeist minutes, which was a, weird. Poltergeist is an absolute classic. Yeah, yeah okay. Right. It is still scary. Leave we've had alone. we've done an episode on this before, and I've said it right. then. I'll say. It now uh it is still scary it is is stood the test of time yeah yeah, yeah. okay and it was a good story and it, it was just awesome and and they just you know what let's do that again but you know what nowadays i've got really great technology at my fingertips and we'll just like we'll just barf a bunch of cgi on that or we'll just make it bigger we'll make the scare bigger well, yeah. it's the same scare we're just gonna make it bigger yeah. and you know what it it sucks and you're not gonna get my 12 bucks well and i think i think the this Stranger Things is the exact opposite of what happened at the box office this summer. Um, think about how much fun Stranger Things was. So much so that, like, I, I think three of the four people at this table watched it in under 24 hours. Mm-hmm. You yes. know, I watched all eight episodes in 24 hours, and I'm ready to, I'm like so excited, I'm ready it to took do me it to again. about two days. So, Just two days. Todd, Todd was the only one that took a little bit longer. It took me about a week. Yeah. But I mean, listen to that. You watched eight or six and a half to eight hours worth of, of story. In a week, because it was so fucking good. Yeah. Meanwhile, you get movies like Ghostbusters coming, like the remake of Ghostbusters coming out, which is a pale imitation of the original. You're like, not even that, dude. It's just like the amount of failure of these of these movies at the box office this summer. It's a constant like we're gonna reshow you the same shit you've already seen, yeah. and not in a way that you're gonna enjoy it. It's kind of funny because as much as like 
at this point, as much as I enjoyed The Force Awakens, um, and as much as I have gripes about it, I'm actually more excited for Rogue One right. than I yeah. was for The Force Awakens. Because yeah. I'm like, I might get some original storytelling in this. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I will say it till the day I die. The Force Awakens is a fantastic movie until we get to Maz's. And at that point, I'm like... It just becomes a new hope. I'm I'm locked into a new hope. But like on the freighter with Han Solo, there was it was something new. This right. creature, like you know, uh, all of a sudden there's these uh, crime syndicates that are on board with. It's like wow, this is really interesting. I've never seen this in a Star Wars movie before. How awesome is this, right? Uh, and I I think that there is a better way to do this storytelling and remakes. Like Stranger Things, you could look at it and go, Stand by Me, Goonies, uh, uh, uh. uh E.T. E. Uh, Monster Squad. Yeah, any of these movies. Like, it had similarities, but the story was unique, and it was individual to itself. And I didn't feel like I was watching something I had already seen. It definitely felt like something I had seen before, but it wasn't exactly something I had seen before. Yep. Like a bad retread, you know? Totally agree. And I, I just, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of going to the movies and seeing fucking remakes and sequels that are exactly the same as the original of something I've already seen. There's so many. It's it's Eight. that's all that's coming out. So you're not point. looking forward to Lost Boys, the TV show? Jesus! <laughs> oh, don't even get me fucking started. I mean, come on, let's have a nice night. Yeah. <laughs> can't, we, can't we all just get along tonight? Yeah, it's be crap polite. like that is why we can't have nice things in this world. <laughs> is it weird that I'm gonna sit here and go? Hey, I'll give. I'll wait until it comes out. No, 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 no. nope. Not gone. I yeah. do think that your, well, no, your wait, comment wait, 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 wait. about we can have a crossover with iZombie, though, is <laughs> no, pretty dead on. Because yeah. you know that's a very strong possibility. I think it's a fantastic possibility. But I think I think with Lost Boys, because here's the thing. No matter what, when you take something, uh, that's a dead property. Like, no one's doing anything with it. Battlestar Galactica is the perfect example. Where you had a property from the 70s that got remade into a fantastic fucking TV show that ran on did sci-fi. Did they reboot it or did they add to the story? No, they rebooted it from scratch. Uh, it yeah. went, here's the story, we're going to reboot it from scratch and it turned out great. Now, not everything <laughs> it goes in that direction, but until, you know, I'll take a step back and we'll see what happens, you know? I, know, so, I just hope if they do do the Lost Boys TV yeah, show... I'm they, sorry, they do what? If they do... The Lost Boys TV <laughs> not show. Do, they're going to do, do, do it. They are going to do do it. If they do the Lost Boys TV show, that they bring back the greased up saxophone guy. Well, <laughs> oh, yeah. How hey. excited would you be, though, if they did it as a sequel and Corey Haim somehow found his way? Or, I would not totally Corey Haim, be Corey, on board uh, that. I would that, be on that board. That Corey's not coming if back. They, if they brought back Corey Haim, I'm on board, they man. They can Weekend in Britney's him. <laughs> It'd be You're great. Right. That's how they you tie in iZombie. I met Corey Feldman, yeah. That's how they tie in iZombie. They bring back Corey Haim. Yeah. No, I would totally be down with that. And I would have been totally okay with the female Ghostbusters as a sequel. Yep. As Ghostbusters 3. Passing on the baton I to a new totally crew of people. That. We are old, we're tired, you guys go for it. It makes so much fucking sense, right? It, I don't know to if me I would have bought been... that though, because I'm just thinking of Home Alone. Was it Home Alone 3, where they now switch to a different kid? Yeah, but uh, I, it's, it's not the same. Like, though. you lost me after Home Alone 1. <laughs> yeah. After that, like, it just wasn't believable anymore. Like, how many yeah, fucking times can I leave thing. my kid in the car <laughs> right, right. to cook? Right. This is the worst, well, it's like worst Le- parents it's ever. It's like Liam Neeson. Is he the best dad ever or is he the worst dad I'll ever? Because you. it keeps happening to his <laughs> damn kid. Right? I 
Taken is one of those movies where in my mind I just pretend that the other two didn't happen because the first one's so good and right. then like the second one had promise and it just got worse like you're like yeah. you had so many opportunities and you fucked this up it's like the hangover the first hangover's so good yeah. and then the next two you're like what the f-? like why are we literally doing the same things again like yeah. come on you know well the third one Famke Jensen finally dies from anorexia well is is his very special set of skills to get his family kidnapped is that his special <laughs> exactly. set of skills that's the question is he the best dad ever or the worst dad ever <laughs> yes <laughs> so does that lead us to Ocean's 8 yeah why don't you go ahead and talk about Ocean's 8 <laughs> I know you're dying. Did you too. hear the excitement in Ron's voice on that? I, I'm really not. I, I'm. I, the anger has left me. Now I've I've rewatched all three of the oceans. They're 11s. all. They're so fun, dude. All of them. I don't even like Ocean's Twelve that much. Oh, it's my. It's actually my second favorite. Yeah. Is that the uh, one where they're in Europe? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm not as big a fan of that one. I, the Vegas on formula works gotta, for me every time. I gotta ask a real quick question. Okay, so what is your list of favorite? For Oceans? Yes. Okay, so my list goes like this. My first favorite is actually Oceans 13. Because okay. I think it, I think the third sequel, uh, it builds on all the fun of the previous two oh, yes. and tells a really fantastic story. Uh, my second favorite is actually Oceans 12. My third favorite is Oceans 11. And then my the Oceans 11 original is my fourth favorite. So, But, but here's the reason why. Oceans 11 is it, it's funny, but when I go back and rewatch it now, it, it doesn't have as many good jokes for me as the next two does. Oh, I don't agree. I, uh, I love that first movie. I can watch it a million times. I can watch all of them. It never loses its shine, dude. It I, never loses its I shine. just think that the uh, the storytelling in uh, Ocean's 13... 13 is great. Plus, plus, it's got Al Pacino. Right. And I just he's can't all, give you know, and he's like, Ellen Barkin. <laughs> you know? Ellen Barkin is not a high point for me. The, the playing of the nose was kind of a cheesy little Love thing. Love it. The nose plays, eh, man. The nose plays. Eh, uh, Bernie Mac in all... And all of them right. to me is is the like the, is the best. Like he's, maybe he's, they can bring him back. Like they're bringing Corey <laughs> <Aime> back, <laughs> right? Yeah, with, with, Shut when, up. <laughs> when, when he passed away, it was it was it's true. It was truly a loss. Yeah. Uh, with I, that, he does have my two favorite bits in both Ocean's Eleven and Ocean's Thirteen. <laughs> yes. In Ocean's Eleven, when he's all black man can't deal uh, cards and stuff, <laughs> might as well call it White Jack yeah. <laughs> like, like that. And then in Ocean's Thirteen, when he's selling, he's all uh, 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 dominoes. <laughs> <laughs> Competitive dominoes, <laughs> like that whole bit. Uh, I fucking the, the love the whole thing. The whole thing about the hand lotion to me, dude. <laughs> you fucking laughing. Yeah. You know when he shakes that car salesman's hands, like, hmm. Do you moisturize? Okay. <laughs> like, I like to go to bed with gloves on. With didn't Bernie Mike actually like as a real person like go get a manicure like yes, twice a like week? Regularly. Oh, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, 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 sure. Yeah, but it was like, but that, and then for me, the winner is in Oceans Thirteen. Uh, when they're the the guys are down in fucking Mexico uh, at the pl- <laughs> right. at the dice plant and they're like, how are negotiations going? It's so, great, we've almost got them, and they're fucking throwing Molotov cocktails. <laughs> right. Like yeah. all that stuff is like yeah. so. I love that they send the first brother down <laughs> to try and get the you know the the metal into the dice. Yeah. He ends up starting a revolution. Yes, yes. And they send the other brother to go like check him in, and he's like, "No, he's right there with him. Was, we're gonna we're gonna like, take it to the next level." And he was like, "Remember what, Senor?" And I care. It's like a beer poster. Right. <laughs> he's all Cantalores, and you know. Uh, uh, one of the brothers is uh, Robert Duvall's son, right? Yeah, yeah. No, uh, no, 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 no. Scott Con. Scott, Scott Con. James Con. Oh, James Con. There, there you go. Con okay, son. there you go. Because it's Scott uh, Con and uh, <laughs> Ben Affleck. It's one of the Corleone family's yeah. sons. Right. Somebody from the Godfather, right? But the second movie, Ocean's Twelve, has my one of my second favorite bits, which is the fucking museum bit in that movie with, with Bruce Julia Willis Roberts. and Julia Roberts and eh. the pregnancy. 
It's I real. think it went astray for me. No, when that Carl, whole Julia Roberts thing where she Carl pretends Reiner, to be herself. No, when Carl Reiner's like, the, like the women in the rice paddies would just give birth while yeah <laughs> while we're working like that whole bit. It, it it's really funny. And, so you know, getting back to remaking it as uh, a new movie in casting a, a female cast for the sake of doing nothing more than casting a female cast. I would be more interested if you were just the like, we're gonna do a movie with. Uh, these women who are doing a heist, right? Sure. Just, like, give, me, just give me a whole new thing. Just, just give me something else. Listen, I don't like remakes. Uh, I don't, I don't give a fuck if they're they're transgenders uh, in the main roles. I'm not gonna <laughs> fucking matter. like it because I. I don't like remakes. It has nothing now, to do with their the, gender. Write now, the same damn now, movie you were going hold on, to. Hold on. I think I have I have a sneaking suspicion because think about it. Why is it Ocean's Eight? Because they're gonna make Ocean's Eight, Nine, and Ten. Is the plan yeah. right? So if she's an ocean, is she Danny Ocean's sister? And I, I would can be okay we assume with that, that Danny Ocean's gonna? Sh- I mean, if Danny Ocean shows up in the movie in like the same capacity that like uh, like late in the film sort of thing, to, and it's that idea of like, oh, these connect. I I, I would almost okay be with okay that. with that. Like if it's just because a continuation that's not a reboot. Of that right now, right but now, they're talking reboot. Right now, there are some exact just did a line of coke and said, you know what? For number nine, <laughs> one of the women. Could have had a baby. Right. That, baby that baby is Danny Ocean. Right. That baby <laughs> is number nine. It's what? a it's an infant right. heist artist. Right, right, right. <laughs> Holy shit, that's brilliant. Let's do that. I have to admit, I would people watch like that. people like babies. They, well, they like babies. I mean, they're talking reboot, and and when I hear the word reboot, it pisses me off. Stop yeah. fucking rebooting with you, and add to it or do something different. But quit rebooting shit. I yeah. mean, the first one, fine. It's been 50, 60 years. I'll go with you. You know, all of those actors are fucking dead. Well, this concept. Let's reboot that. Fine. But look, the concept of like taking old properties and remaking them is not a good enough reason to do shit because look right. at what happened with Ben-Hur. Ben-Hur right. came out last oh, week and that good. shit tanked. That looked Well, this is horrible. one of the classic movies of all time. And that movie looked horrible. It's just a movie. It's like did. doing a cover of Stairway to Heaven. Nobody it's asked like, for that don't remake. Do it. Like yeah. nobody was like, you know what I would really love? Can we get a modern adaptation oh, of Ben Hur? That's, that's the uh, that's the Christian. Um, you know, they wanted they had like God's Not Dead, and they're redoing like uh, you know all the religious stories. Noah. Noah. Yeah. We're, I'm sorry. I actually enjoyed the 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 last Noah that came. Oh, out. Oh Jesus! With the walking with the walking people? rock people. It was great, dude. I loved it. <laughs> Oh, okay. Sorry, my child was, just walked in the room. It was great when they uh, visitor when they had Special the Lord guest. of the Rings characters show up in I, Noah. It was, it was great yeah. because it, the I love mythical adventures. They're fun. So here we go. <laughs> uh. <laughs> what you guys don't like mythical stories? Or rock no, people? I'm not okay with that one. <laughs> not, not even gonna touch this. Okay, good times. Good times. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, the Ghostbusters for me, like that's to me everything that was wrong with that. It was. It's like. I'm just praying that Ocean's Eight does not turn out to be a reboot. Because uh, and that and how the hell are you going to hire Aquafina? That's one of the actresses in the cast. Her name is Aquafina. Is that a real person's name? Yes, she's a rapper. Oh, okay. Why the fuck? She's named after a bottle of water. Is she Aquafina? <laughs> so are you mad that they hired her just because of her name? <laughs> I'm, I'm mad just because that's stupid. I would watch uh, uh, a but movie what about, starring Aquafina and Yoplait. Yeah, I mean, but do we have a problem if they hire 
ice cube for anything or ice tea. That was stupid too. Um, <laughs> stupid. Speaking about uh, uh, remakes and sequels, uh, so the internet blew up because uh, apparently uh, Zendaya, who is an actress, is going to be the new Mary Jane oh, right. in uh, right. the new Spider-Man movies. Okay. Um, and it's like, oh, she's not white or whatever. Like the complaint is. Um, and and is I think Mary Jane a blonde? She, no, she's oh, a redhead, redhead actually. Oh, I'm um, thinking of Gwen Stacy. She you are too. Gwen Stacy no, she was a blonde. blonde. She okay. was the blonde. But I, I don't have a problem with this. You got like I mean, character dyslexia, don't no, you? No, no, it's okay. Seriously, though, we didn't we didn't really talk about... We talked a little bit about Hall H, and I was talking about how great it is. But I have to gotta tell you guys, uh, weeks later after Hall H, the best thing I saw in Hall H that's coming out is the fucking new Spider-Man trailer. Like, out of everything that I saw... Uh, and I really think nobody's going to give a shit because this movie, th- like the filmmakers and the writers and everybody, they get what a Spider-Man movie should be. Right. And they're making a John Hughes film. Plain and simple. Yeah. This feels like a John Hughes film. And from all the footage and everything I saw, because the whole idea of Spider-Man Homecoming, it's a story about Spider-Man trying to go to Homecoming. Like, and then there's going to be a villain involved. Like, mm-hmm. that's what the main storyline is. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. That's hilarious. Like, it's. I, I, think, I didn't make that connection at all. Yeah, that's what it's about. Like that's, <laughs> that's the so movie great. is, and he's a complete dork. He's got a fat best friend that runs around with him. It's literally like the cast of Stranger Things, and then this one model looking girl that. When I remember, when I was watching the footage. I go, that girl's kind of hot to be hanging out with them. I'm like, I wonder if they cast a Black Mary Jane. Right. Like I wonder if they did that, you know, or she's like uh, Puerto Rican or some shit like that. I don't know. Um, but the idea behind it is. Uh, I, there's like backlash, obviously, as there always is, um, uh, because, you know, it's not exactly how it is on the page. Uh, but to me, it's like if they get the tone of the rest of the fucking movie right. right, I don't give a shit. Like, make a good Spider-Man film. We haven't we've had five Spider-Man films and we've had one and a half good Spider-Man movies at this point. You know, yeah, I watched that uh, Spider-Man three recently. It was not good. I, I'm changing my opinion on that. <laughs> it was it was, uh, it was worse than I remember. There was a lot of Sandman crying in that film, right. so a lot, a lot of shedding of single tears and things like right. that. But that was uh, that was one good. of the big things to happen this week. So I just want to tell you guys, like, for, I, as your ambassador to Hall H, uh, Spider Man is going to be like from what I've seen, yeah. looks fantastic. And tonally, it feels different than all the other Marvel films at this point. Well, that's good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think that that's where the success comes in is is they don't make the same film, and it seems like DC is trying to make the same film over and over again with different characters. Steve, Steve found a, uh, a Lightning McQueen <laughs> car that he's been playing with for ten minutes. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> we haven't talked about cars, cars in a while. <laughs> is in my blood. Man. <laughs> is now, dude. Can't get enough of it, man. Really? Still watching it? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> if, if, it seems or, like it's been about a year. Uh, well, it. how old are my kids now? Almost four. So, um, so for fifteen years, I've been watching this goddamn movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's what it feels like, you know. I mean, look, I even bought him a special edition one at Comic Con that he's not even allowed to open. Yeah. You know, <laughs> son, this is a collector's item. Okay, you can't just go ahead and bang it around the house. You know, it's gonna be worth one day. I pay 25 for it when you're 30 (laughs) trust me that that thought's been going through my head a lot lately because I just moved and so I'm going through these boxes going man what is this I haven't I've had this box forever and haven't opened it and go oh yeah that's all the collectible shit that I 
can probably sell for $10, right? Todd, Je- Jennifer and I have been going through that since we've moved into this apartment, and most of our life is still in storage. But we are bringing boxes home here and there and going through and going, what the fuck do we have this shit for? Why do I have so many conversational stormtroopers? This uh, you is know, so random. Well, that stuff is still cool, but there's other crap. You're just like, like I, man, I got Halloween shit from... from 20 I fucking collect, years ago, dude. I, I mean, it's all the torture. It's not souls. even good. Dude. It's like junk now, you know? It's yeah. just, and it's, I'm just tossing the shit, dude. And Jennifer's like, well, you can take it to, to Goodwill. Uh, to fuck them. Yeah. It's going in the trash <laughs> because the Goodwill box is going to sit by the fucking front door for the next seven weeks. I'm going to fucking kick it and kick it and kick it. And you ain't going to do shit with it. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to tell you I'm going to take it to Goodwill and then I take it out to the fucking trash. And then you don't ever know I, about it. If there's a listener out there that likes to remix things, can somebody please remix Steve saying and kick it and kick it and kick it into <laughs> some sort on of. the one. Jamming <laughs> on the one. Into some sort I of. I knew that would come into play somehow tonight. <laughs> some sort of techno beat. It will be unforgettable. May, I was going to Damn you! I was just going for it. Please do it to the beat. Oh, unforgettable! Kicking it, kicking it, kicking it. All right, so uh, you guys are just rest in peace, Natalie. You guys are just fucking chasing waterfalls. Oh, we're throwing the TLC. Are you on TLC, dude? We are like hitting on all cylinders. Diamonds and pearls over here. Listen, man. I don't want. Listen, I don't want any scrubs. Going off the rails. All right. Okay, okay. Guys, we got to put a pin in this. We're, we're running over time. Why don't we just go ahead and turn this into a two-parter? Uh, we give the audience what they want, which is twice as much of us, right? So, uh, At least with- twice as much of me. Oh, my God. That's because you need two seats. <laughs> all the candy you ate. <laughs> uh, we, we hope you guys have enjoyed this special episode of the Nerd Life Crisis. Uh, I'm 11. I'm Modine's hair. <laughs> I'm upside down. I'm that dude's teeth. (laughs) We hope you're having a nerd life crisis. Music for the Nerd Life Crisis podcast is provided by Big Papa and the TCB. All music available at bptcb.com or at iTunes. Life Crisis is recorded at the Inland Blue Studios. Make sure to subscribe to the Nerd Life Crisis at iTunes and like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram or Twitter at Nerd Life Crisis.